Welcome, dear listener. Welcome back to Diary of the Mouth podcast. My name is Shadi. I'm Tabitha. I am Dilo. And we're excited to be back. We are. <laughs> are totally you excited. Wait, 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 wait. See, I'm starting to forget no stuff way. like how we used to do it. Uh, let me also introduce we do you it to again? our. <laughs> From the top. <laughs> From the top, everybody. <laughs> uh, let me also introduce you to our awesome, amazing, really cute, Movember looking. Super producer. cute. Yeah. COVID member. <laughs> COVID family member. COVID family member, Chewy. Yay, What's Chewy. up, everyone? I hope you guys still remember me. <laughs> it's been that long. I don't recognize you with that beard. I know. I, mean, I used to be like baby it. face uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. I love the baby face, though. It's been a while. But, I mean... I kind of, well, if we're being honest, the rest of our bodies yeah, probably look like a beard. Girl, let me not show you my legs. <laughs> been a while. It's terrible. Oh, Why's the quiet? Why's the quiet? Because <laughs> I've seen Dilo's legs. <laughs> I've shaved them, him, okay. I've shaved them since, guys. I weed wax them. I weed wax them. It's so um, exciting and fun and um Trying to, I guess I'm trying to get warmed up again to like yeah. being in front of these microphones and being um, in front of each other and being in right. front of each other. Yeah, we six feet apart though. A six feet apart. Social distancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're social distancing. We're we're we believe in it. Obviously, mm-hmm. COVID is is a real thing, and um, we've all had our experiences with it. And so, mm-hmm. um, that was the main reason for for our hiatus for a little while, yeah. dear listener. I think just life in general has shifted and changed so much. Um, Just our everyday routines, at least for me and most of the world, you know, quarantine, work from home, the whole, you know, isolation and just getting used to the face masks and all this, you know, antibacterial Mm -hmm. that we have to, you know, make sure you wash your hands for 20 seconds minimum. And let's, oh, I'm guilty. Yes. Also, I have the antibacterial somewhere. Yeah. So yeah, we can sniff it later. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently we're getting drunk and high off of antibacterial now. There's some like real potent ones though. Like I, at my physical therapist's office, they had this antibac and I kid you not, I thought it was tequila. But then it like, (laughs) when it dried, it smelled like vodka. I had one that smelled like tequila. Loki, I was looking for orange juice to chill. I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, I did hear news that some of these tequila makers were, or like these yeah. alcoholic beverages. They got into the were, they, yeah. they started making oh. antibacterial. So I'm like, mm-hmm. that's why it smells like Patron over here. Yeah. Okay. Um, which. Mm. But, then, but then there was recalls on certain uh, yeah. ones that came t- from Mexico. Some of them se. real sticky, dude. And I and, hate those. Oh, those are so gross. <laughs> They're so kind of like, I should have just washed my hands <laughs> with oh, regular wow. water and soap. <laughs> 20 seconds. Remember 20 seconds. <laughs> you, sang, you sang a little ABC song. <laughs> Is that what it is? Yeah. Um, There was, I read a sign somewhere. You sing happy birthday, I think two, three times or something. Like the happy birthday song. Yeah. And it just gives you the 20 seconds. I don't know. I I heard the ABC song. Um, For some of my Christian people, they're singing Alabare. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'm down with that one. I like that That one. one. And this is the one that I use the most. (laughs) (laughs) See, and then you get your church on while you're sanitizing your hands. Right. There you go. go. Bacteria gone, church on. Yes. Okay. There we go. There yes. I guess I should patent that one. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Bacteria gone, church on. 
on. <laughs> See, no, my happy birthday is like happy birthday to you, happy birthday, to you, and it's just like, all right, I'm done. I'm so, Dilo, <laughs> any COVID for you? <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Actually, guys, don't do what Dilo does while washing hands. <laughs> <laughs> Please wash your hands for the entire 20 seconds. For the love of God, wash your hands. She's like, one, three, four, ten. Yeah. And that <laughs> segues into. Well, now that we're talking about it. Um, actually, yeah, um, it's a, it's a really crazy, crazy time, obviously, and things have cha- changed and shifted, like I said. And um, f- unfortunately, unfortunately, because, you know, life and whatever. But yeah, unfortunately, I uh, tested positive in the, at the end of July. And so it it was really interesting and really an insane couple of weeks. Um, How long did the whole thing last? Well, it really lasted. They say that it's in your system. Like you're, you have to isolate yourself for 10 to 14 days. I felt it was like 10 days. I was, it was, it was okay. like, I went through it within 10 days. I was off of, out of the office. I should say not off of work. Cause that's a whole different so you were still working difference. from home even while you were positive? Yes. Okay. My job um, <laughs> were... They, I, Not only do you get COVID, you have to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's great. Which okay. is probably illegal, <laughs> but... with COVID. Yeah. Um, I had three days off because I didn't have my laptop on me at home. And as soon as I... They were like, oh, you're going to be home here. Let me send you your laptop. So, I, you know, I got in and started working through the COVID. And I mean, I, I thank God that mine... Um, I think about it now, and and it it was I think harder than I thought it was mm-hmm. at the time when I was going through it. You know, it is a it's a severe flu, and you'd feel like crap. Mine, what symptoms did you have? Um, I had the fever and the headaches, the body chills. Uh, the more intense ones were, I lost my sense of uh, smell and taste. And oh my gosh! That was what lingered the most. So after, that was the worst. Yeah, you can't taste or smell and I'm coffee. like, exactly. Who does that? Like, I I would put like certain things that I knew were like a candle or my perfume bottle or whatever it was. I would put it up to my nose and try to sniff it. Like I take a big old whiff of it and I smelled nothing. Like nothing. It wow. was the weirdest thing. And I like, if you know me or have had like lunch or dinner or whatever with me I like to savor my food and I like to really sit there mm-hmm. and like taste all of it and add I'm a salty woman so <laughs> I like to add salt sometimes salty, extra day. salt I'm a salty girl <laughs> so you know and I couldn't taste anything it was the most frustrating thing for me um and it those two were the ones that lingered those two symptoms were the ones that lingered the most for me. It probably took me about a month to really regain my sense of smell and taste. Um, and I think that sometimes even now, I, I there are certain things that I miss. And then really? I'm like, is it, is it not? Is it, am I just tripping? You know, and, you know, you a little paranoid, you get a little paranoid. But yeah, so um, thank God I did not have to be hospitalized or anything like that. Um, I dealt with it at home. Luckily I lived by myself. So I was able to just isolate and 
shout out to my sister and my mom and my stepdad. Um, my mom would make me caldos and have my stepdad drive them over to me and just drop mm. it off at the front and then, you know, whatever. And my yeah. sister was the one that brought me groceries and things like that. I had some stuff because, you know, we we're just right. pre- kind of prepared. Um, but, you know, after a week or two, I was like, hey, I need water, bro. Like, and so right. she was, she was, she would come over and drop some stuff off. So, um, shout out to them. Um, I think that's the hardest part for some people who probably test positive who don't have family yeah, around them. So yeah, can you imagine that yeah. they don't have anybody to yeah. help them go through that quarantine process? Yeah, like what do you do? And I mean, they, like worst comes to worst, yeah, you put on a mask, you get all geared up and you go to the grocery store, but you also like, you know, like you're positive, dude. Right. You don't want to like, you think about it you more. Think about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you think about, yeah. You're everything. very, Absolutely. very conscious of like this. I, I could be the reason someone else gets it and you don't want to be that And person. that's the main reason for right. isolation is right. that whether, whether your symptoms are heavy or not, like you could infect somebody else. Yeah. Right. And, and not everyone has the same symptoms. No. Yeah. Right. Which um, is my case. Right. So Speaking of Sandra, you too also tested, right? I also uh, tested positive for COVID and my situation was incredibly severe, which yeah. is um, one of the toughest things I've ever had to deal with. Yeah. And um, it's because, you know, like I kind of, I don't know, I'm not the healthiest person physically looking, but I am, I considered myself to be like a sturdy person, you know? And, yeah. And I was following all the protocols and staying away from people and yeah. working isolated. I had to go to the office, but I worked by myself. I had a closed door office. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like have lunch with anybody or share anything. Right. I always had my mask on. I carried every single protocol that you could yeah. think of. And when I would go out, if anything, if I would meet up with anybody, the worst, mm-hmm. the most that I would do is hang out with like Dilo. Right. Yeah. And we would get together like on a Thursday night because she, she lives, um, on, she lives like 10 minutes away from my job. Mm-hmm. So after work, I'm like, Hey dude, let's just grab something so we can keep some form of sanity within exactly. this world. Like I need some like human contact, any yeah. conversation. Yeah. Um, and so we would get together like on Thursday nights and yeah. have like Bible study together. Right. Or we would get together like on a Friday night and mm-hmm. just like kick back and like release the week. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, vent to each other. I'm like, yep. girl, yeah. I'll tell you about this hussy at work. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I mean, we waited, it didn't happen right away. Like, you know, we both kind of like, okay, let's just keep to ourselves and yeah. because we were again we were very conscious of we are in and out of the office you know we yeah. want to keep our social distancing and you know compared to like we would hang out every other day basically yeah not really but kind of um so you know we did keep our distance in the beginning and until we were like hey i just need some girl time let me just yeah. hang out you know what i mean and yeah. knowing that we would just go home and go to work maybe do a quick you know, grocery store stop and that's it. Um, you know, I was confident in her following protocols. She was confident in me following protocols, things like that. Yes, guys, I did wash my hands for more than 20 seconds. <laughs> she sang the full happy birthday. I sang it slowly, Marilyn, but it rolls out, okay? <laughs> yes, that was my She's version. She's in there half of... an hour washing her hands yeah. with her. I'm like, Marilyn's Dilo. Happy birthday. <laughs> She's in the restaurant washing her hands. So, you know, we're very, very conscious of all of that. And so, we just don't know what happened. We don't. I, we, I don't know what happened. And the thing is, Dilo and I got it together. Right. Um, uh, well, unfortunately for me, yeah. it was um, a lot more severe. This thing landed me in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, you know, I was I was facing it and I'm like, no, there's this is absolutely no way. 
one of my brothers lives with me and we live at home with my parents and, you know, we take care of the house. One of my brothers lives with me and he had just had a cold a couple of weeks before. Mm -hmm. And so he freaked out. He thought it was COVID and he isolated within our house and we, you know, trying to help him out until his test results came back Mm because you have to take a test. Right. Was that early on? That was, yeah, well, no, this was, this was like in May. Okay. Um, uh, so it was a couple of weeks before it happened to me. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that that happened to him, I'm like, oh, I'm probably just catching a cold. Right. And it went from zero to a hundred. Mm-hmm. I, I got a cold yeah. out of nowhere and I was in the office and I was like, I haven't been around anybody. It mm-hmm. can't be COVID. Right. Like you want to negate this. Like, right. You yeah. don't want yeah. it to be, you don't want to be part right. of the statistic. And at the end, you don't want to die. Right. Yeah. That's that's where your head is yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. And so I went um I went to work and I wasn't feeling good and I was just like, let me just go take care of this cold. Mm-hmm. And I went home the next day, didn't feel good, but it was a very in and out cold yeah. where you're getting hot flashes yes. and then you're fine. Yeah. And then you get another hot flash and yeah. then you're fine. You lose your appetite. You're yeah. just not feeling well a hundred percent. But you're functional, like everything's okay. Right. Um I took one day off and then the third day came around and I could not walk to my restroom. And my house is really not big. Um, I could not walk to the restroom without getting winded. Mm -hmm. And I was like, let me try to do my best with work. And I handled it, but it was towards the end of the day that I was like, it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, and which is, it, it, it's obviously baffling to me and wasn't, it was baffling. I couldn't, I was negating the whole thing. Like, yeah. No, it's not. I have a cold. I have a cold. And see, so was I, because I was moving, I was doing a cleaning project at work and I thought it was allergies. Right. And so it starts, well, for me, at least it started kind of like with allergy symptoms. I'm like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. It was like a Tuesday afternoon. But then by Friday I was like, this is not going away, <laughs> yeah. you know? So it's that. You Did you guys feel that fatigue that they say that? That a lot of people I feel I, the symptoms from, for you know, researching and like listening to everybody. Honestly, mm-hmm. the only symptom after the cold passed, mm-hmm. the only symptom that I had is that I was winded. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. So that's well. the thing. Like, I feel like people have different symptoms. Yeah. Like yeah. there's yes. no pinpointed yeah. symptoms. But even her and I, you know, we're sitting here saying, yeah, we got it together. And her and I had different symptoms. Completely. Yeah, different. completely. I had a little bit of like, I, I know I lost, I was losing oxygen in my lungs, but it wasn't severe. I was right. still able to have a conversation and, or halfway through, I was able to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So I remember being on the phone with my boss. She was like, oh, we need to send out these reports. Well, I'm like, okay, this isn't this. I was trying to explain to her where I was at in the process. And then halfway through, I'm just like, hold on. And so I, I caught it. You know, again, I live by myself, so I didn't, I wasn't talking to too many people. And then that's when I caught it and I was like, oh, I'm not okay. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. But it wasn't as severe. Yeah, I couldn't, I, I, if I was still, I was perfectly fine. If I got up and like did, my restroom is like 10 steps away from me and I'm winded just to get to the restroom. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was like, all right, this isn't normal. Mm-hmm. I happened to hit like a weekend where I had to take, I had already um, calendared some time off. So I let it ride through and then I, I was like, no, I have to go. I have to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So I went to urgent care and I walked in and it was really interesting that the, they scan you at the beginning. They're, you know, they're, they're watching themselves. They're mm-hmm. taking their protocols, which I'm like, do what you got to do. Yeah, I get course. it. And then when they checked me, I, I showed up with like 30% os- oxygen levels. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was really busted. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, 
we're not even going to keep you in here. We're just taking you straight to the ER. We're going to put you in a room really quick so we can check your vitals and take some blood tra- um, blood tests. And then we're going to we're calling the EMTs to come over and get you because they're going to take you to the straight to the ER. That's crazy. I'm still like, no, it's just a cold. <laughs> they're going right. to give me a pill. And this is side this note: is Were these EMTs kind of hot? Girl, oh my gosh! Is that, no, really bad. That's a really bad important question. I'm though. just saying. Just, I, there's there's certain things. Let me there's tell you. Not only were these guys adorable, there's two guys that showed up. Not only were they adorable, they were the kindest human beings Aww. to my plight. Shout out to them. Wait, shout, shout out, shout out, out to, to the EMTs. Shout out to the hot, I don't know what adorable kind of, EMTs. I don't know what your training looks like. Now, did you pretend that you needed CPR because you need oxygen? Um, not the smartest time. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Yes, yes. Not focused. Focus time. Was it very sexual yeah. those days? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? COVID. Oh, oh, yeah, COVID. Yeah, like, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, 30% oxygen You can still find love when you're in COVID. Really, yeah. I would love to, but... Do you want to suffer with I me? Know. Do you want to suffer with me? That should be a movie. Like It would have been a great movie because they took their time and like... Um, you know, strapping me in, and there's so oh. many clicks. And- <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Really? Wow. 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 <laughs> I got first date. Right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got a little grace every, you know, once in a while. Oh, okay. oh, hey. oh. Me. I'm like, oh. Oh, oh. 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 oh I didn't know. I mean, she's like, oh, no, you're She okay. can't breathe this whole time. <laughs> but okay. Are you sure you were losing oxygen, or were you just losing oxygen? They <laughs> <laughs> we were from 30 to 10. Yeah, exactly. She's like, oh, my <laughs> pulse is weak. took my breath away. I took my breath away. Take my breath away. <laughs> oh my god! Well, anyway, serious time. Anyway, so back to serious. In all seriousness, I just really serious just people. Yeah, consumed with with um, what is happening with me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting over to the ER, and I mean, even then, I'm still like denying it. Like you're no, just what's... such a logistical type of mind, though. Like yeah. you wanted, like okay, give me the give me the magic pill and yeah. let me get over yeah. it and it's, fix this breathing, people. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, all yeah, I yeah. wanted. Just fix the breathing. Yeah. And the thing with COVID, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Right. Doesn't. Yeah. There's so, there's very limited information, right. and it's only the information that they've gathered for the last for like a year. You know, there's other illnesses Tops. that have like years and years and years of information mm-hmm. that they've compiled right. and they've been perfecting to fix. And right. Didn't and they say mutated as well during this time? Yes. Yeah. And it's again, everybody's symptoms were different. Guys, the only thing that I had, I wasn't sick, no runny nose, no loss of taste, no nothing. Um, you know, loss of appetite. That's on. I felt like yeah. it was more on a personal level because I was so consumed in my thoughts of like, what could this I be? lost uh, uh, my appetite too, though. Yeah. So, I mean, but <laughs> I, I gained it for you guys. To me. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. She's a team I mean, player. I'm a team player. Such a it's team like player. losing your appetite doesn't really sound that bad for me at the time. You know, I, I was mean, like, well, it's, if I don't feel like eating, I did fine. lose like 10, 12 pounds. I actually dropped. <laughs> I think COVID about. is still bad, people. It's still bad. Still don't bad. do still it. Bad. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Loss. If you don't, just, yeah, don't go no. grab a COVID yeah. person and brush yourself. It's, your it's, it's not the new hip It's not the new heartbreak. Like no. It's, no. no. If you had the pains, uh, the the breathing issues that yeah, I had, it's a you lot. would you know yeah. completely be like, yeah. this is not fun. Yeah. Anyway, so the cute EMTs get me to shout out. Shout out. I honestly, dude, Kaiser. 
downy EMTs, two little cuties. Thank you guys so much. If we, if anybody knows them, two cuties, <laughs> the two EMTs cuties from and, Downey, and you're not their wife, <laughs> what's up? And they're not married. Well, I checked them. They both weren't wearing rings. Yeah, but sometimes they can't wear they're, their rings. When they also the did job. not have Probably. even a moment in distress. You're still checking. I love hey, you. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. You're consistent. <laughs> I was checking for rings. And this ladies is why we're friends. Yeah, that's important. Anyways, they were very delicate with me, which I appreciate it. They were very sweet. They were quick to get me, you know, whatever I needed, IVs and stuff. They were attentive. Um, They they were. They were even Mm -hmm. attentive when they checked me into the ER, making sure that I was okay up until like the last point of when they had me. I think they were very um, conscious of... The severity, the, of. the the emotional toll it could take on you, yeah. yeah. And um, there's a there's a different contrast. You get two types of people, and you know, shout out to the the entire medical service Absolutely. community. We appreciate what you do for for the people that you're trying to keep alive and yeah. all that. So I had like I had like a couple of people that I would like really look into. Even the guy that checked me into the ER was like really sweet. And yeah, he very, checked you. Yeah. yeah, he checked you. He was a cute little chinito, not gonna lie. Shout out to you. Girl, I was a cute. I was checking. Equal opportunist. Oh, 100. 100%. <laughs> okay, there was the EMT, the Latino EMT. She lost her oxygen, but not her thirst. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nor my sight. Nor my sight. That's not a symptom. That's not, not a symptom. A symptom. <laughs> It's not. Yeah, it's not. Um, So anyways, when I was, I was in the ER for a little while and they basically came in and said, well, you know, based on your, your x-rays, because they Mm -hmm. administered a a test and it takes about a day or two for you, for for your results to come back. So you were in the hospital this whole time? I was, I was in the ER this time and they came in based on your, um, your x-rays, we can basically say that you have COVID. COVID. Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's like a mental right. like thing that just crashed into your head. We just got told that you have a virus. Yeah. And you could right. die. Right. Because right. that's what everybody knows. This is right. a very right. severe virus and you can probably die. Right. And you're sitting on a hospital bed. Oh, and also you have to be alone because no one alone. else can come in. No, right. No. Exactly. So you're going through this alone. So I'm going through this whole thing alone. I had to call my parents because I live with them. Yeah. And I say, I, I have it. Of all of all the people in my household, mm-hmm. I have it, and I need you guys to get checked. And because now at this moment, you have an emotional roller coaster yeah. of everything that this whole thing is going to affect. This is going to affect my loving parents that mm-hmm. I adore. Mm-hmm. This is going to affect my brothers that I can't stand, but I still adore. Mm-hmm. And um, this is going to affect my friend that I've been hanging out with that I was with two days ago, Dilo. Mm-hmm. This is going to affect possibly people that I walked around. Right. And, yeah. and, and then your, your mind is like flipping through, like, am I going to die? Right. And what should I do to like prepare to die? Crap. Uh, I got to call a deal and tout this so they can prepare my funeral and make sure certain people don't show up. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or make sure they do show up so we can just talk. <laughs> right, 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 right. We've talked about this. I, yeah, we've talked about it. <laughs> she didn't even like you. <laughs> I have the guest list. She <laughs> has the guest list. The right. guest Perfect. List. Great. Right. So, um, you know, you're, you're consumed with like all of this and I'm yeah. like, and I'm, you know, I'm talking to God and I'm saying like, all right, Lord, if, if you're ready to take me with you, then That's let's an, go. I just, I just pray and I'm just asking you take care of my loved ones. Yeah. And that was, yeah. I think the hardest part about 
The hardest symptom. The yeah. hardest symptom to have Demo. is to having to realize that this might be your end. Right. And um, I went, and then the thing is, um, the ER is busy. Yeah. Not only are they dealing with COVID situations, they're also dealing with regular emergencies. medical emergencies yeah. and stuff like that. So you don't really get a lot of access from people. All of the rooms are completely isolated. It's not like you have, you can hear people buzzing. The rooms are completely closed. They don't have the drapes. They have actual clear doors. Clear doors. And at the time you have to understand if I had to go do something, I'm still dealing with like, I can't breathe. So if I had to go to the commode to like pee, um, I, I'm like just to get out of my bed, you know, it's such a huge effort. So finally they get me in and then they're like, I'm like, okay, well, what's going to happen to me? And of course I'm like figuring from so many stories, you really don't know at what level you are within the disease or the sickness. Mm -hmm. But I was like, are they going to take me to the ICU or what are they going to, all they said is they were going to take me to isolation. Mm. So that's, I'm like, fortunately you're going to, you know, well, he's like, we're going to have you in isolation and you're going to have a room by Now were the doctors like all in PPE uniforms? Like were they all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, the, the ER, they're doing their very best to completely cover up. They have their masks on right. and they're, they're like eye guards and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They're completely covered. Um, so when they took me out to isolation, like their stuff compares a little more to like hazmat. Yeah, because they're working with you all day. They, these are these are your nurses that are checking you every single yeah. day, and that's even worse too because you're not used to seeing like you know when you're in the hospital or wherever you, you go to for a checkup, you're used to seeing a face, right? You're not yeah. used to seeing someone in a hazmat suit, yeah. you yeah. know. So it's just kind of like that in itself visually mm-hmm. messes with your mental. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and. Shout out to the isolation department because sure. they were so loving and so caring mm-hmm. and very understanding of, of people's pride. And I appreciate yeah. it. I hate for them to think. And I know that this happens when they get like maybe a patient who's mm-hmm. who is upset at their situation is probably taking it out on them because I know that happens. Yeah. And I'm like, gosh, man. I mean, I try to do the best that I could mm-hmm. to. Because you, you have know. to remember they have families, too. Right. Who they, are yeah. Affected and they've got day. a long who, day and dealing right. with so many cases and issues. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, I'm like, hey, they're only following their protocol. Right. I try not to bother them too, like to ask them too many things, yeah. because at the beginning, they're like, no, if you need to go to the restroom, yeah. go ahead and call us. Right. And then I'm like, oh, I don't want to call you to come take me. It's to insane the that you were like you know, loss of oxygen sitting yeah. in this bed and you're still trying to be considerate of them. <laughs> that. And that's just it, my that's just Sandra. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, obviously, like, I'm going to do I'm it like, by myself till the end. But you that know? like self-will, like yeah. I'm self, you know, yeah, self-reliant. I, I had, I think one of the guys caught me, one of the nurses caught me as I was coming back from the restroom mm. and I was like, I had to winded. stop and very winded. And he was like, honey, what are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> That's what this is for. We have a commode right next to you. And I'm like, sorry, it's because you have to drain it. Like, I'm, so, I'm just like, no. You're very considerate. Yeah. I, no yeah. I just didn't, I didn't want them to, but he was like, I'm going to get mad. He's like, I don't want you. The thing is, it's worse if like you're going to fall. Right. Mm-hmm. Because then you have another medical emergency yeah, on top situation. of another situation. Yeah. And then the COVID. you're completely like um, wired up with IVs and, mm-hmm. you know, all of your devices and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, so it, I, I was in the hospital for five days, guys. Mm-hmm. I was in the, and I was in isolation for five days. So I, it wasn't too terrible. It was the very, it was lonely. Um, 
a couple of people reached out to me just from my regular people that mm-hmm. I talk to on a daily basis. And those are the only people that I shared my situation with. I, I, w- I remember I was just like, oh, my gosh, yeah. what's going on? Like, yeah. like I couldn't even I think as a friend, it was probably most frustrating because you can't do anything. Yeah. Right? Like you, yeah. you can't even like, hey, do you need anything? Do you need me to drop something off? Like. Right. Because there's nothing you can yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, there's 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 not much. And also, I didn't really, I wasn't sure how 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 bad of a situation I was in. Yeah. Um. And at this moment, I'm like not even worried about like where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Like where? I mean, like let me get my family checked. Let me get the people that I had been around checked. Mm-hmm. But. The, the people that I talked to on a regular basis are the ones that I was like, hey, by the way, I got COVID. I'm in the hospital. Right, yeah. <laughs> like They're like, what? You know, freaking out. Um, work, of course, I contacted my job. Um, and then other than like a very handful of people, basically people that I talked to on a regular basis were the mm-hmm. ones that I told them, like, hey, by the way, this happened to me. Please pray for me. Pray for my family. Um, yeah. And I and in that situation, and I know that, I, you know, people do this differently. I'm t- I'm sharing with you guys about how I don't want this guy to cleaning up my commode. So I'd rather mm-hmm. huff and puff to go to the restroom. So right. a lot of things that it's just part of my personality to want to do things by myself because I'm strong enough. Um, and I'm very capable of doing things by myself. But in that in that situation, it was like I, I'm not one to and it's not a, about playing martyr or something like that or or bringing no. all of that into a scope. But just for me, it was like I was very consumed with not knowing how to handle the whole thing. Yeah, it's also the fear not, of the unknown, especially because they don't yeah. really explain to you ahead of time, like step yeah. by step. Yeah. Hey, this is what's happening. And there's this also, there's happen. nothing to fix it. Yeah. Right. There, I just, so at the end of the day, to, there's yeah. no, there's yeah. no, like you literally just right. have to sit it out. Right. Yeah. And that's and for me, knowing, being at home with it, and this is what I mean, I think by, at the time I didn't know how severe my, I was sitting at home with it because my concern was shut. Right. You know, because she's the one sitting in the hospital while I'm at home laying on my floor because it just feels cooler um, because I have a high fever. Um, But I didn't care about me at the time. I was just like, I'm fine. They told me to take Tylenol. Yeah, but I'm sure if you asked your parents, it was completely different. Absolutely. (laughs) I know for me. (laughs) Yeah. For me at the same time, I was like, is my family okay? Exactly. Because not only am I thinking, are they okay physically health wise, but I'm all like, are they okay with me departing this earth? So there's like, you get way too many, you get way caught up in your head. And, um, so that's really who I was talking. But thank God your, your parents didn't really, they didn't really were asymptomatic. My parents actually did take the exams and they tested positive, which was completely at a shock. Yeah. Um, it was a, at a complete shock for, for all of us because they were asymptomatic. They mm-hmm. did not get a fever. They did not get a single symptom. Praise yes. God for that. Absolutely. My parents are up there in Azer and my yeah. dad's 70. My mom is 68. That is, And they're both so, diabetic. For, yeah. They've been diabetic for a while. Yeah. And they did not at all um, have to deal or um, with any of the issues. Yeah. Other mm-hmm. than what COVID did to them is that it scared them that their daughter was like right. probably yeah. going to be no more. So, you know, considering all of that, this is, this is another reason a couple of my friends are probably going to be listening. They're like, why didn't you tell us? And I'm like, yeah, honestly, guys, um, it's, it's such a very difficult circumstance Mm -hmm. and it's such a very difficult place to be Mm -hmm. in that you really don't know how to react to a lot of it. And you're also afraid of 
of this turning more into I, I hate to say it, but it turning into a little bit of a gossip fest or oh, a stigma, like a stigma, one hundred percent, a gossip fest where, absolutely. Oh, versus absolutely. actual concern. Because right. I, I even think, like, even with people who deal with viruses every day, you hear some, oh, they got herpes, oh, herpes, you know, <laughs> no, but they get the herp. But like, like, even with for me, you know, I sat it out at yeah. home or whatever, and then I went back to the office, and people are like. From far, hey, you're back. Right. How are you? Right. Are you good now? And they were, they would, I can see it. They yeah. were concerned and they were like concerned for themselves to, and Absolutely. watch, which is totally like. But I think it comes, like fine. you said, with that fear of the unknown. Yes. yes. No one knows. Yes. Like, yeah. No one knows. And then, I, I had had dinner with you guys like two, right. a couple, two weeks before this, two I think. Two days it was, before. Was it two yes, days? It, it was, was two, two days, days before. before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was thinking two weeks. I counted. I was like, wait, <laughs> no, one, two, it was, was it two days. It was two days before. Oh snap! That's, yeah. This yeah. is new to me. Yeah. <laughs> See what I mean? I didn't front. We didn't I want just to saw the panic come through. The panic totally just yes. oh. in right now. Oh, wow. yeah. so, so this is so. this is another thing with a disease. I've Hold been on, trying. Let me count. Hold on, I'm counting. <laughs> I found it really interesting when I was in the hospital that they didn't even ask for me to trace like you know who's really like, who were you with who were you really with? which is happening at the beginning of this whole thing with yeah who did you who did you talk to who were you around and they started tracing at the beginning of covid um uh-huh. and all the hospitals want to know that information they didn't ask me anything because what i what the doctor ended up telling me is like at this point which is what we ended up finding later through presidential news is that covid was airborne mm-hmm. it is airborne mm-hmm. and anybody can catch it at this yeah. point you're not not only can you catch it from somebody that has right. it you can just pass by somebody you on can the just, street that little thing is floating We're, up in right, the air right. and, and you've caught it and we're like if you just bring your mask down for a drink of coffee or something right away you right. can just catch it also mm-hmm. consider this my parents tested um positive although they were asymptomatic they they weren't showing any symptoms they could have easily given it to me Mm-hmm. Because oh, true. and then it affected me more than it affected them. Right, everybody's right. immune system. So it's and everybody's immune system is different, mm-hmm. and so th- as they're learning more and more, they're just getting down to the nitty gritty. Like, let's basically get you fixed. Yeah, right. So, um, but was there was there a little bit of a silver lining about being in the hospital? Finding out. The silver lining about being in the hospital. <laughs> There's a silver lining. If there I is a silver lining. I actually found out that my mother does love me. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I told you this this before. Like my family is not, a, or at least my mom isn't a really affectionate. Like right. I love you, mommy. Like type of person. And um, she told me when I got back, like I she would she would always like just. Praise God, I love my mom. I love my dad. They did their very, very best. Mm-hmm. My entire home I, my, um, was in isolation together. Mm-hmm. I did especially. Um, I, I was, when I got out of the hospital, um, I isolated for 14 days, literally just in my room. Right. And you cannot understand how like frustrating it is, but it's so necessary. 14 yeah. full days just yeah. stuck in, in my own room. And this is additional to the time that you were hospitalized. Right. This is in addition to the so five it was essentially like three weeks. Yeah. yeah. So I was completely isolated. My parents had to isolate within the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and so shout out to them for like bringing my food to my door and like making sure that I had any water or whatever it is mm-hmm. that I needed. And they did their very best too. shout out to even my brother who I would call in the middle of the night cause he's essential. So he was working out. Mm-hmm. He was working 
he was working in the field yeah. so he would I would be like hey mijo do you mind just like grabbing me like uh, some cookies or something because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm craving it you know yeah. um so the, my family kind of geared up I actually got calls from my brother who like lives in the Mecca I hardly talk to because he lives in the Mecca mm-hmm. life is you know expanded um again like some of the people that you know are in constant my constant contact mm-hmm. those are the people that like reached out to me communicated with me kept me in their prayers and just like followed up with me yeah um you do end up like i said you do end up touching gold yeah at, at a certain point and then i'm a very stoic person you guys already mm-hmm. know it. i don't cry I, you know, i'm dead inside is the is my identifier. I hate but that like, you have that. But okay. <laughs> when I was in the hospital, I don't cry because all I was doing was like logistically going to logistics. I got a call work. I got a call my parents. I got a call my few friends that I had contact with, mm-hmm. um, communicate with them. And the people that were calling me at the time, I'm like, oh, sorry to let you know that this is happening. Mm-hmm. Just keep me in your prayers. I yeah. call a few of my pastors to be like, really keep me in your prayers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just to let them know, hey, I'm, right. I'm having a tough go at it. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was the second day that I was in isolation. Isolation, and I was with one of my, one of my, my nurse. I he was he was the one that was like, "What are you doing?" Like that's why we got the commode right here. Felt a little comfortable, and he was changing my stuff and get it. I'm simmering for two days with like mm-hmm. my own thoughts and going crazy, and I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. The doctor had come in and told me, you know, the steps that they were taking to get it um, fixed and cleared up, mm-hmm. and then I finally had the balls to tell the, to ask this guy, like, "Hey, am I going to make it?" Mm-hmm. And he was like, honey, <laughs> of course you are. You're not at the ICU. You don't got ventilators on you. You're going to be fine. And I was like, thank you. Damn. It was a huge release for me. And he left and I broke down completely yeah. for the yeah. first time in probably months of like pent up, you know, emotion. And I was like, you know, praise God. I started praying and started thanking him for just finally having like an answer. Right. And I get to see tomorrow. And I get to see my friends and my family again. Right. So right. that was like that moment where there's a resolution of like getting your life together, getting your health together, getting, um, loving your family and your friends more. And yeah. just, let's just enjoy life. Right. And, you know, really teaching people and this, that hopefully this podcast will teach you that this illness is real and we should take it very seriously Absolutely. because there are some people out there who, who still think it's a myth. I will right. tell you with my physical body that it is not. Mm-hmm. And, um, this would have been diarrhea of the mouth with two, you know, had it not been by the grace of God. Right. So, right. um, even if you think that maybe I'm, we're being a little exaggerated, you probably won't understand it until you're in that situation. Yeah. Or if you have a loved one, absolutely. an yeah. absolute loved one who has dealt with a situation like this. Right. Right. I mean, I, I, my family drew closer to me and I'm always talking about how much yeah. I hate my brothers. Cause they're <laughs> but even they were like, Mijo, what yeah. do you need? It changed to like, right. ugh. Yeah. Right. Ugh. You. That's a silver lining. Right. Yeah. It, it changed into like, me. How are you Absolutely. feeling? Like, how do you? I'm like, it really, really kind of grows to sh- yeah. goes to show the actual love that you all have for right. each other. Right. And um, yeah. we've gone. Don't worry. We've gone back to hating each other because we're annoyed <laughs> by each other. We've but you can always use the COVID card. All right. Yeah. You can be like, remember COVID. Remember COVID. <laughs> I had the COVID. And so, no, it, for me, like, I would have. I don't like to inconvenience people, in regardless. So yeah. it for me, it took so much to say. 
hey, Drea, can you go get me some water? Because I'm out. Right. You know, the pride that we have yes. and hold on to is real. And mm-hmm. so I had to break all of that down. And you that get was, humbled. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely. a very humble Like, mom, um, yeah, I need, you know, a glass of water. <laughs> I had my mom in LA making caldo de pollo and my stepdad driving over, you know, 20 minutes to but me to drop it off. The beauty and of they it, were guys, like super sweet. It's $10. Your mom didn't mind that. No, no, of course. Like, you know what I mean? And they were super no. sweet. Like, yeah. they brought me flowers. They made me cry. Yeah. I'm an emotional person. I know. So, you know, and they're just, and it just, it's, unfortunate that we had to go through the situation but it, it again the silver lining yeah, of it right. is that it did draw us closer to our family and our loved ones and at to the our end tribe. Of the day yeah to our tribe and at the end of the day it's kind of like even my mom said it, she goes regardless you are my child and I'm gonna mm-hmm. be there I think no in that matter moment what. you became their baby again yeah yeah and I was like mom and she she had told me and I told you my mom's very she's very agria um, they don't really show emotion. I don't tell you they love you. Not the amount of thing. She told me recently. She was like, I realized I loved you. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to your mom. I love death, you know. Aww. And so it was. Um, I won't say that experiencing COVID was needed. No, um, it's just something that happened. And I, I constantly say this is your sucks. Yeah, sucks to the nth degree. I mean, the only good things were that the Lakers won. Shout out to the Lakers. The Lakers Lakers, won. The The Dodgers Dodgers won. My beautiful Dodgers won. 32 years in the making. 32 years in the making. Ugh. Guys, I look. I sound like an idiot when they won. Oh, How many dude, fireworks I was did he light? So emotional. I had I had reserved in, and then it was just me and my two old parents. You know, lighting up fireworks. <laughs> 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 we were so excited. It was, it was just insane. literally the only two thing, good things that happened. I mean, it, between all that, there's a lot to be grateful for. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me just be grateful for the breath of life. Mm-hmm. I can breathe. Exactly. Literally, a, a breath yeah. of life. Uh, my exactly. recuperation was actually very um um. Astounding to my doctors because my my once I had oxygen back in my lungs, mm-hmm. my breathing was at a hundred percent. They, you know, there's you know a different way to you know med- yeah. to see your doctor now. You do right. phone calls and you do chats with right. your video chats with your doctors, right. and so they were calling in to check in regularly, and they're like, "Really? Wow, you're like." I'm like, I'm at 98% oxygen levels because, you know, I had gadgets to check myself and stuff like that. So I I was just like, well, thank you, God, for giving me back the breath of life. And so um, that really was the the main reason for our little hiatus. Um, We were just all taking our time to get better. Yeah. Um, if not, I would have been like, hey, guys, welcome. <laughs> welcome to that. But you're still here. <laughs> you're still here, praise God. So I, I am still here. You both and, are here. Uh, you guys are yeah. healthy. And we're excited to be back. Yeah, we're, we we're are. Excited to be here with each other. Social distance. I'm glad you guys remember how to do this still. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're trying. Well, we're, we're trying. trying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm still huffing and puffing on here, but right, you right, know. Right. Um, we, you know, let me just give um, a word to, uh, well, just to, just tell like the families that have been dealing with stuff like this. If you have a family member, you yourself have dealt with COVID like, man, my heart goes out to you because I've been there with you. Dilo's been there with you. I think we've all been affected even as friends finding out that other friends are, are, are dealing with this, with this situation from Mm -hmm. family members, people that have lost my sister-in-law lost her father to COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, she had to deal with it like with just by herself. Um, the the losing family members, especially through this disease, is not not the. I mean, 
it's the best case scenario if you can say that to losing a family member. Right. It's the worst. Right. So please continue to take care of yourself. Love on your loved ones. You know, respect mm-hmm. the way that they decide to to share the information and be kind to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then if if possible, keep up with them, love on them, mm-hmm. um, check in with them. Um, and even if you've got a hinting or an inkling about somebody, you know, guys with, with so much isolation, sometimes you're, you know, washing dishes or in the shower or something, mm-hmm. you think about somebody, yeah. stop and like reach out, say hello. Cause yeah. you don't, you don't know what they're facing, what they might be going through. And maybe mm-hmm. they just need a, like a comforting call or a comforting yeah. text. And yeah. that's actually how we find out, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, be, and be very, very, very respectful of the information and be Absolutely. kind to these essential workers because you yes. also don't know what yes. they're facing. Absolutely. Yeah. These like, you know, they, they're dealing with frontline workers, yeah. essential workers, people bagging your groceries. You, yeah. you guys don't know they're, they're being affected also. They're putting yeah. their lives at risk. Absolutely. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah. so again, once again, from diary of the mouth podcast, you still got shoddy here to listen to for a little while longer. And, um, mm-hmm. We hope that this entire season is just going to fade um, as, you know, we the this crappy year <laughs> ends. Yeah. Hopefully. So we can go to Dodger games again. And we year. can go to, at some Seriously. point. And as finally as celebrate. Yeah. yeah. That was and the like, worst. The fact that we can't, they couldn't have fans and, and at the stadium, I was like, uh, I mean, I'm excited that they won finally, but. God, I wanted to be there. <laughs> Side note, I have a great tia. She's my tia. Shout out to my tia Connie. She's been a Dodger fan. She's 89. Okay? No She's bedridden. Okay? Grew up in LA. She was a nurse. In, She's uh, seen the up and downs of the Dodgers. Dude, I'm telling you, my God. her daughter, my tia, because this is a great aunt, she goes, I really thought mom was going to get up and walk and that it was a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was there for the 88 uh, World Series oh. win. So when her Dodgers win, she told my, my uh, aunt. Started She's doing like, the crip walk. She huh? did. You have no idea. <laughs> oh my my tia God. Connie got up. She goes, I can go. Oh no, we're like, oh no, 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 So shout out to the Iconian lifelong oh, Dodger fan. You know, I'm awesome. telling you, that's like the only good news. But you know, love on each other and um take care of each other and wear protection. Please, please wear protection. <laughs> Too easy and, tree. Too you know, easy. sing yeah. the Daisy oh. version of um, Happy Birthday to you. Yeah. The Marilyn Monroe. The Marilyn Monroe style. We're singing a lavare because that would be that one's yeah. cute and fun. Yeah.